Has the story of your love life taken an unexpected plot twist? Well, this is the podcast that helps millennials rewrite the story of their love life by learning simple strategies for starting and maintaining a healthy relationship. Through candid and unscripted conversations, we provide tools to help navigate the twists and turns of dating and relationships. Are you ready to flip the script on your love life? If so, sit back, get comfortable, and enjoy another episode of the Love Unscripted Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Love Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Wilson, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Dexter Tucker. What's going on, fam? How y'all feel? And this is the podcast where we have unscripted conversations with millennials about relationships and dating. So, Dexter, how's your week going? We're, we're, we're uh, a short week? Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. It's been good, man. It's just been, um, just been working, training, whatnot, trying to do that self-care, taking a nap every day, down a lot, maybe three naps a week need to do better but <laughs> you I say mean, you're down to three naps a week down to three naps I'm, well i'm going to say that i'm up to three naps i was down i was up i was at one so i'm up to three naps a week so doing but i'm trying to get five so Yo. that way I advance. see i need to get there i haven't taken any naps like i think i took one last week but i need to get better on that but thank you guys for joining us uh, we are knee deep. I say it every week, but we're knee deep into season six. Yes, season six. And the theme for this season is upgrade. And we want people to not just upgrade their phones like they do every year, but we want people to upgrade themselves, your personality, your character, your relationships. Like we want you to upgrade all around. So we have dedicated this whole season to providing tools and strategies to help people be better in their own personal life, as well as in their relationships and to improve those relationships with the ones they love. So if you guys tuned in last week, we had a really good talk and discussion. It was called the age old debate. And it's still going to probably go on even after we have, oh, <laughs> listen, yeah. even after um, we talk about it, our kids, our kids, kids are probably going to talk about it. And we have discussed whether or not, like, who needs to pay the bills? Mm-hmm. Like, y'all know Twitter is really big on these um, conversations and people are doing think pieces, but everybody is always wanting to know, like, who should do what in a relationships. Uh, but me and Dexter had a really good conversation, so I'm not going to tell you where we landed on that because we had two very opposing views. So if you want to see where we fall on that topic, stop mm-hmm. right now. Go listen to that episode. It's called The Age Old Debate and get caught up on everything. So we are going to go ahead and keep these great conversations rolling. We have another really great guest. I'm super excited. Let's go ahead and get them in here. Hey. Hey, what's going on? So go ahead and introduce yourself for everybody. Okay. All right. Well, uh, thanks for having me on the show. I am definitely excited about being on here. Love Unscripted Podcast. Um, for y'all who for those who may not know me, my name is Raven Turner. I'm a serial entrepreneur. Uh, I am a speaker. That is where I make the both the the bulk of my entrepreneur, I guess, uh income from. 
And um, I've been doing that since about 2017. Um, I speak at a lot of universities, colleges, uh, student athlete development departments. Uh, this year, I also started a vending company called Turner Vending. Uh, I've written two books, Push and Small Wins Create Momentum. And, um, you know, next year, my, my biggest goal is really to get my first rental, real estate property. So as I said, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Uh, of course, the goal is to build wealth, have multiple streams of income. And you want to do that in different businesses and avenues that don't require your time. So that's why real estate and vending and, of course, speaking is my main thing. I love it. I love it. So I'm going to put all of her information in the show notes. So if you get a chance, go ahead and follow her and follow her journey and you'll definitely be fired up. So we started this segment not too long ago and it's been really good. I think it helps everyone kind of get to know each other a little bit better. So we have a get to know the guest. All okay. right. So I got three very simple questions to ask. Um, it, it may I don't know if this is considered being up in your business. Some people uh, think it is. Some people it's not based on who you are and what you like. So the first question is, what have you been binging during this whole COVID season? What's on your binge list? A oh, binge list? Oh, man. I don't think I've binged anything. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think I've, <laughs> I don't think I've been binging on anything. Um I just kind of been doing the same thing I've been doing, you know, before COVID. I I mean, I guess this this season, I guess, in my life has given me like time to really go full force on a few things. But I would have to say nothing. OK, cool. Some people get like, oh, I can't share what I'm watching. I don't want to be judged. So, hey, nothing <laughs> worked for me. So the second one, what new hobby have you developed since this whole COVID quarantine thing has taken over the world? Well, I wouldn't call it a hobby. I would call it a skill that I have uh, been learning, it, which is investing and trading. Uh, before COVID, I did not have any investments. Today, I have like 10. And um, I mean, I've been making, I have a profit from all of them, you know. It's, so I really have been learning that because that's really another stream of income that gives dividends. So I wouldn't call it a hobby. I would call it a skill. And I would say it would be investing and learning option trading. Okay, cool. So I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't told nobody. I've been on Robin Hood and mm -hmm. I've been uh looking at some stuff, been listening to some people. And mm -hmm. listen, I started with $25. I was like, I don't know how what I can do with this, but yo, yeah, listen, that yeah. 25 is not 25 anymore. Uh -huh. it, it, and I haven't touched it. I just check it periodically. And like last week I checked, I was like, whoa. Right. Oh, okay. And now I'm just playing with money that's just in there. And it's just, yo, so that's a great skill. I would like seriously recommend anybody who's looking into getting into investing, just research it and then go into it. So the last yeah. question, where is some place you would like to travel once our good auntie Rona has left the building? Uh, I'd like to go to, to Paris, France. Um, I was supposed to go to Bahamas this year. Um, but yeah, Paris, France, Turks and Caicos, uh, you know, all the places just go. Right. Definitely. Like I'm sitting here waiting. She's, she's literally like the auntie that at Thanksgiving, when you're trying to like go to sleep and try to close the night out, she just still sitting there like, so what else y'all doing? I'm like, auntie, right. go home. Right. <laughs> the party's over. Do you need this to go play? Like, 
Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So those are just a few questions that we wanted to ask. Nothing too serious. So we're going to go ahead and jump into our love it or or love it or shove it segment. And that is where we share a dating scenario or situation. And the guests got to tell us whether they love it, which means they agree or shove it, which means they disagree. Okay. All right. So I got to keep it real with this one. All right. So I'm not going to say this lady's name. I'm going to just make up a name. Well, (laughs) I don't really need to make up a name. I just won't say. So this young lady said she needs some advice. She said, so my baby daddy has been talking to this girl, texting back and forth. Apparently she's been making him happy or whatever. They haven't met and it's been three weeks. She keeps making excuses as to why she can't use FaceTime or any other video chatting app. Now he's getting suspicious about thinking that he may be on Catfish. So he's actually thinking about emailing Max and Nev to see if he can get on the show. So her question is, should she tell him or should she just wait for the show to call her and they both be on Catfish together? So do you love or shove this young lady's efforts, her creativity as far as trying to get her baby daddy back? We will start with Raven. (laughs) (laughs) Well... To answer the question, I guess, as far as getting her baby daddy back, shove it. <laughs> you know, but I mean, if she's trying to get on catfish and they're trying to do their thing, I'm, I'm all for it. If that's what you personally want to do, but girl, shove it. <laughs> all right, Dexter. <laughs> Ma'am, I need you to take a seat because... Like the creativity it takes to dream up a whole different person, she got <laughs> much time on her hands, and I need her to figure out what she wants. Because typically, if if it's your baby daddy, y'all have some type of romantic connection still. If y'all, if you're so pressed about him talking to an imaginary second personality, you got. I mean, I'm gonna say shove it because all she had to do just have a conversation. Hey, I like you. I want you what we gonna do. That's all she had wait, to do. Wait a minute, I got a question. Is she pretending to be the other woman who she is, yeah. hmm Oh. Yeah, so she's catfishing her baby daddy. And so yeah. I agree with Dexter. Too much time on her hands. Too much time. <laughs> yeah, that you know what's so crazy? Yo, they're actually both happy. <laughs> like <laughs> that's what's crazy. Like he's happy, she's happy. I'm like, why couldn't it have worked? In real life, like what what's the going like what's going on to where in real life y'all can't like make it work, but he's over here smiling and cheesing. Yeah. You see him changing them every time he come pick up the kids. I mean, I gotta give an A for the creativity, but I gotta shove the whole situation. Yeah. Like that is ridiculous. Like, bro man's gonna be upset. Yeah, like he's never gonna trust again. He's not gonna trust. The whole thing is just a mess. Don't, don't so So you guys, let us know in the comment section down below. Do you love or shove the fact that she decided to be a whole nother person in order to get her baby daddy back? So let us know in the comments. So we're going to go ahead and jump into this topic today. I'm really excited about it. It's one that um, as a clinician and as someone who tries to walk people through a process of being better people, 
um, finding purpose in their life. I think this topic is going to be very um, beneficial and valuable. So we're going to go ahead and start it off like this. So one of the most popular sayings is Rome was not built in a day. Although that may have been true back in olden times, we now live in an age where everything is almost immediate. Mm -hmm. We live in a time where there is no more wait. For instance, we have Amazon Prime that can get you stuff in lightning speed. If you don't want to leave the house right now, you can use Uber Eats. And one of my favorite of all time are these new instant downloads. I don't have to wait for books to come from Barnes and Nobles. I can push on my phone, on my iPad, and it's there immediately. There is literally no wait. There is literally no time. But when it comes to love and when it comes to life, they don't seem to play by these rules. No. For some reason, life does not seem to have a quick and an easy button. When it comes to building a romantic connection with somebody, it does not happen overnight. Although you may have the feeling of sparks flying to build a long lasting connection, it doesn't happen like that. Even in the entrepreneurial world, people are joining um, businesses, they're merging, they're starting new partnerships, but that trust does not just happen overnight. There is almost a vetting process of saying, hey, you're going to do this. Can I trust you to do that? I'm going to do this. And they're doing the same. But when it comes to life and trying to progress at a constant and steady rate, it seems like there is no easy button. So I have a question for you two. Mm -hmm. What process or what task in life is requiring you to slow things down and try to take things one step at a time. So Raven, you can go first. Uh, you said what task? I would say my whole life, you know, uh, everything, everything that I'm doing, it's, it's like you said, Rome wasn't built in a day, but every day you're laying bricks. And that is what I'm doing every single day, you know, uh, in my personal life, in my business life. Of course, you know, we wish we could have it every single day. Like, like we wish we these things could happen overnight. You know what I mean? Like, but it just doesn't like, for instance, speaking, I've been doing this since 2017. You know, um, it has not been easy. You know, I wanted to do this like I wanted to be making a certain amount of money and be a certain place by like three years when I first started. And I'm. I'm just now there. You know what I mean? And that's a good thing because if you get something too soon, you're not going to be prepared for it. You know what I mean? And you don't want to get an opportunity that could have possibly changed your life and you get it too early and you're not prepared. And then that sets you back years. You know what I mean? So I would have to say my entire life is, is I'm laying bricks every single day and I'm single, you know, so this ain't happening overnight. And then I'm building a business and I'm trying to build multiple streams of income and that's not happening overnight. Jessica, what about you? What is, what is causing you the most difficulty, I guess, as far as life and processes that's really like you got to slow down and go methodically through it. Um, I would definitely say um, for me, it's been work for me because, you know, I got a new promotion at work uh, about a month and a half ago and, Congrats. 
thank you. And the thing is, like, I'm learning something I've never done before. So, like, I work in the insurance industry, and like, I'm learning about vehicles. And I'm learning, like, from the front to the back to the middle. Like, I'm learning everything about it. And I've never been a mechanic. You know, I'm from the country, so, like, I'm used to, like, looking, being, like, a shade tree mechanic with my dad, looking at that. And I'm like, Dad, what's that? That's the, uh, what you call it, son. That's what that is. I'm used to that. You know? So, uh, I mean, but now, like, learning, like, the process of what everything is. Like, when I first, when I first started, got into the program, it was, like, man, I'm, I'm going to get it. It's fine. I'm just going to click. Because that's what I'm used to from an academic standpoint. That's what I'm used to. But looking at this is like everything's completely different. You're learning about repair times. You're learning about how to replace things or about safety. You're learning about all these different things. And I just realized I had to slow down and appreciate the process because if I just rush through it, I'm not going to retain the information that I need. I'm not going to be a subject matter expert in this. I'm just going to be somebody that just knows the answer without knowing the background behind it. So yeah. like that time to slow down and think about what I'm doing is helping me and I'm and I'm grasping the information better than I than I ever thought I would. Cool. So you know what's really been like kicking my butt and it it's it's exercising. Uh, my hmm. whole health journey. Like as far as the food and diet part, I'm good. But that hmm. literally like the exercising part, oh man, like you can't go work out once or twice and then just all of a sudden see like chisel abs, like nah. my shoulders aren't any bigger. I can even still go for a week and still not see like any kind of major difference and change. Even though there are times where if I do it for a long time, I see the results, I somehow get amnesia. But for me, like that, that constant process of doing it over and over and over until the process is complete it's really difficult for me because I'm not seeing the big and grandiose benefits of what I saw at the beginning. So right. for a lot of people, it can be really difficult to see a small win. So Raven, could you like give us, for instance, what is a small win? What would you consider a small win to be like? What is it anyway? People say it and it's one of those things people throw out so freely. But what is a small win? Right. I'm glad you asked me that. It's a great question. So a small win there, the way I look at it as their benchmarks, progress points, milestones on the way to helping you get to that ultimate goal. So say for instance, we started a bending company, Turner Bending, right? The end goal for me was to get three machines before this year ended. I wind up getting six. Right. That's the end goal. But now we got to reverse engineer. So the small win is the first step is believing that I can do this in my mind. Right. And like I say, before you can have physical momentum, which is moving and getting opportunities, you got to have mental momentum in your mind. But your mind got to be moving forward. All right. So that's the first small win. The second one is me going to my CPA, getting an LLC. All that are those are small wins, mm. getting everything the business structure put in place. That's a small win. You celebrate that because you're moving, you're making progress. This again is building momentum for you. And when you see momentum happening in your life, you get excited, you get confident, you believe, you know, and you keep moving. It's like a snowball effect. The next small win is uh, then maybe looking for 
people who have locations or people who have machines. So for me, the first small win in my vending company was getting our LLC, getting two partners to do this with group economics. Mm -hmm. um, we were going to finance our machine, but it's our machines, but we decided to save our money every check. Those are small wins. It's helping your small win is anything that you can do that's going to help you get closer to your goal. So anyone out there say you want to be a speaker, right? You don't just start speaking randomly and making $5,000. Your small win is waking up every single day, making connections, calling schools. Somebody is going to get that. Your first small win is the first sale that you get when you create a, a business. That's maybe a clothing company. The first sale that you get, that's a small win. The first book that you sell, that's a small win. The first email that you send out to someone for whatever reason, small win. Hmm. So, you know, you working out, a small win is you waking up every day and doing an hour. That's a small win. And that gives you momentum. You do that an hour every day in a month or two, you're going to see some type of result. It's going to make you want to keep going even harder. Man, I wish I wish I could just uh, sometimes do the potion like Buddy Love and just it, it just be gone, but it, it, it don't work like that. So Me Dexter, too. so Dexter, what does a small win look like in a relationship? In a relationship, it's like, I would say, let's say you... And your spouse or you and your significant other have are disagreeing about this one thing like it's it's money for instance you're disagreeing about money you just can't quite get on the same page because you both have different beliefs you both raised different concerning money and the end the end goal is about saving and you just make a decision and you move and you're like you know what and you tell your spouse hey i moved twenty dollars into a savings account for us mm. that's a small win yep you know, that's something you have to celebrate because at one point you weren't saving any money. Now you save twenty dollars and then that twenty dollars becomes 40 and then 60 and then 100. And then one, it just, it's about just remaining steadfast and mm -hmm. being consistent in what you're doing. And I think a lot of times, especially in relationships, what happens is we end up wanting to like, for example, if you're single, the end goal is you want to be married. But mm -hmm. you got to celebrate the small ways of, of how of how to get there. Like if you have any type of trauma or anything within you that you haven't resolved, if you've taken the small steps of going to therapy and, you know, making yourself open and available to love in different situations, those are small wins you need to celebrate. And that's just yeah. something that's going to benefit you in the long run, whether you're single, whether you're married or whether you're, whether you're dating, celebrating those small things in your relationship as simple as opening the savings account and putting money in it. That's what that looks like. Definitely. And as a therapist, one of the things that, I always talk about on the front end is where do we want to be at the end? But mm -hmm. so many people, they, they see where they want to be at the end. But if the daily process doesn't look like the end, a lot of people get discouraged. Yeah. And so even from a personal standpoint, everyone may not necessarily want to be in a relationship. They mm -hmm. may just be trying to work on themselves. So what I think a small win for yourself looks like taking care of you every day. What is it that you're... Well, will allow you to have the most peace and do those small things every day. I'm a big advocate for self-care. Self-care is, no matter what phase in life you're in, self-care is extremely important. So a small win could be coming up with a routine, like actually writing it down. You wouldn't believe how many people say they have a self-care routine and then you ask them and they don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I like to uh, do this. Uh, uh, it, it's just by, fly by night. So write down exactly what it is you want to do and start to do some of those things each and every day. As like Raven said, at, if you do that consistently enough, 
you'll have a really big um, accomplishment at the end. So yeah. Raven, like what happens if people don't value these small wins? What if they just look at them as if, oh, that's just something that happened along the way. It's not that big a deal. What could happen to somebody if they don't celebrate or acknowledge these small wins? Uh, well, small ones are meant to help you. Now, you know, like, I think when you don't really take the time to look at the small wins or look at the uh, progress that you've made along the way, uh, you can kind of lose sight maybe of where you're going or you can kind of lose, um, you can kind of like uh, lose confidence and self-esteem because you don't realize everything that you've done, you know, so it kind of looks like you're not moving and you're not doing anything. Uh, but in reality, you are, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. small ones are here to benefit you. You know, when you are in high school, you don't just become a freshman and then boom, graduate and right. grade and go to college. You got to go through finish ninth grade, 10th, 11th, 12th. It all adds up, you know, and the small ones are preparing you for where you, where you about to go. Right. So it benefits you to really think about the small steps that you're making uh, because it helps break things down for you into manageable pieces. That's the whole point of this thing. It breaks tasks down into manageable pieces. You don't wake up one day and be like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, get a building. Hell no, you're going to be confused and you're going to, your head's going to start hurting. You're going to be like, what? I cannot do this. But if you take it one day at a time, right? Like every day, like I say, you're building a brick every day. And then one day you're going to look up in three years and you're going to have your Rome. Maybe. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's good because it tells you if you're going in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Like a, a win is an indicator of progress. Yeah. So if you're not having too many small wins, that's a great time to stop and evaluate where you are right. and determine, OK, do I need to make a pivot? Like, do I need to make a shift in what it is I'm doing? So so Dexter, like, what do you see some challenges being in a relationship if you don't take time to value small wins? Because, Lord, we need them in relationships. Yes. So. And uh, the thing is, like, I think what happens is like uh, it's funny. Me and my wife were talking the other day. And we were talking about how she was like, man, you know, we're approaching year four. I was like, yeah. And she said, we are not where we were year one. I said, God. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, people like what happens, like people get married and look at like, they look at the wedding and they look at the pictures and the honeymoon. But you got to come home. And when you like, you realize how different you really are and like you have to celebrate like those times where you didn't see eye to eye and you came out of it. Like that's a, that's a big win. That's a really huge win that people don't realize how, how major that is because what you're doing. And I, and I love what Raven said, like you're, you're building those bricks for yourself and what you're doing is you're building those bricks. And when you with marriage, like you end up, you don't only end up with wrong. You end up with Paris and all these different other places in your life that you can celebrate and appreciate so, like, you know, in a relationship, celebrate the times where you were able to come out of, an, of a disagreement and reach some type of resolution. Celebrate the times where um, you went through hardship and you came out on the other end victorious. Like, celebrate those things because it's so important. And it builds that bond between you and your spouse to where not only are you married, but you're partners. And that's so important, especially in relationships. Mm -hmm. 
So I, I got a theory and I want to see where you guys are going to land on this just to test in my mind whether or not I'm right. So it seems as though today in this society, small wins are not as valued as they need to be or as they should. So what do you think are some of the hindrances or roadblocks to people actually appreciating their small wins? Raven? Well, one, I can tell you, social media, people compare themselves to other folks. Yes. And you, you, you like, you measure yourself up against what someone else is doing, their progress. And I mean, that's how you lose. You know, uh, you know, I say all the time, like, you got to stay in your lane. Like everything that you see on social media that people are doing, that is not meant for you. You are not supposed to be doing that. You know what I mean? And I think that's where people mess up. You cannot create momentum for yourself. You can't see the small wins that you've made because you're too busy trying to figure out, well, why am I not getting that? Because you're not in your lane. Someone else is in their lane and they are running at their own speed and you're looking at them and you're trying to keep up with them. And that's how you lose. That's how you get into traffic jams. That's how all type of stuff happens. I'm serious. And then you and then you start to feel bad, like low self-esteem. You don't have the confidence that you and it's just because you're too busy watching other people, mm. you know, and you're comparing yourself. And and sometimes this happens. Right. Sometimes that's why you need to sometimes disconnect from social media if you find yourself in this situation. And I'm telling you that that's a whole topic like that causes people to be jealous of other people when you should be learning from them. I mean, all type of stuff. So I think social media and I think when people compare themselves and, and, and um, you know, compare their progress to other people's progress, strangers, you know, you lose sight of what's really important. Man, it's so crazy. They say comparison is a thief of joy. And that is so true. Like. You look at like you look at one thing you did like it was the biggest thing for me to get a microphone to do a podcast. Like I was like yes, walking out of Best Buy with my head high, and I would be sometimes and like I'll be honest, like sometimes I'll be looking. I was like, man, I'm just barely getting my one episode out, but I'm like, man, Gary V got five episodes a day. Like how can I ever keep up? But I had to realize I'm not Gary V. Like I'm, I don't have a whole team, nor am I even meant to do what he's doing. I love what you said, like in your own lane, like that may not be my lane. That right. may not be where I'm supposed to be going. My Where I'm supposed to be may require one a day. It don't need to be five. And right. so whenever we compare ourselves to other people, like we take our own juice, like we take our own like vitality because we're given it negative energy and giving it to somebody else. So Dexter, as far as relationships, like why do you think people don't value those small things? Like putting $20 in the bank, that's big because that's $20 that you'll have for later. Why do you think people who are like dating or in relationships don't value those small wins? Raven hit the nail on the head with social media. Like that's, that is a hindrance to everything, especially relationships because like you're always looking at other people and what they're doing. Like, like you may be look like you may be a married couple or a couple that's dating. You're looking at this rich couple going to Dubai, and you're like, I sure wish we could go. Like, okay, you don't have to buy money, so I mean, you can't you can't look at that. You have to stay in your own lane and realize where you are. You may be able to go to the lake house, go to a lake house or Airbnb for the weekend. Go and do that, and right. so and, and enjoy that. And one day. When you get more than twenty dollars in that bank account, you'll be able to go to Dubai and do right. it. 
like you got to celebrate those small things and, and like enjoy where you are but yes and be building towards what you want to get to yes and that's what you that, enjoy get to dubai you be like you remember when we couldn't go to dubai and now look at us you over here in dubai and we're flying in executive uh first class and doing all this because we got the process right and you got to celebrate those small things and not compare yourself to other couples because a lot of times what people don't realize, you don't know the story behind the post that you're looking at. Yeah. You have no idea what it took to get there. Because if you understood the journey, you could appreciate the post. Mm. Come on now. Come on, Dexter. <laughs> Yo, so we're going to go ahead and transition into our Flip the Script segment. And Flip the Script is where our guests will share a simple tool or strategy for how to manage a challenge that we discussed in this episode. So Raven, here's your question. Someone may be out there listening and they may be thinking, man, I have not been appreciating the small wins the way I should have. What is one simple tool or strategy you can give them to start actually seeing that they have small wins and appreciating those small wins? I would say, you know, get you a piece of paper, a pen or a pencil and write down you know, it's 2020. Write down where you are right now and how far you've come or what you have done to get here. Everything that you've done to get here, whether it's overcoming a certain mindset, you know, weight loss, whatever, you deciding that you want to go and maybe do entrepreneurship or something, write that down, you know. Uh, write your goal out for 2021, you know. Um, and the small wins are the progress point progress points and milestones that you you're going to see along the way but i would say you know write that down uh if you're having a you know problem trying to celebrate small wins and see what your small wins are and um, that'll give you some insight on on small wins and there you have it raven thank you for joining us today absolutely thank y'all for having me so please let everybody know where they can find you on social media Okay, so on uh, Instagram, it is just at the Raven Turner, the at Instagram sign, you know, the T H E Raven Turner, R A V E N T U R N E R. And that's the same for Facebook. Uh, YouTube is just Raven Turner. And um, on my Instagram are all my links to uh, any courses that I have. The book, Small Wins Create Momentum. I'm telling y'all, that's a great book. I, I look at this book. You know, because sometimes for myself, I forget, like, you know, I want to be at a certain place, but I'm like, look at what you've done, you know, and, uh, you know, trying to encourage my own self. But it's a great book about momentum, how to get momentum, how to celebrate your small wins, what small wins are. Uh, so you can get that through the link on Instagram as well. All right. And I will put all her information down in the show notes. As I say every week, don't go try to click the link in the in your phone while you're driving. We can't pay for anybody's deductible. I'm sure Dexter's not going to try to get anybody, uh, not going to be able to help anybody with their car insurance uh, payments or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so please head on over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher Podcast. Please comment, rate, subscribe there. Also, if you're in podcast land, head on over to Love Unscripted HD. That's where you get to see the video for all of the podcasts. And plus, I put out a bunch of relationship tips and tricks video. So I thank you guys for listening. We will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.